闇にうごめく一つの影オタクそれはやめる現代に誕生した暗黒の象徴である心ひそかに忍び寄り人の歓声をわしづかむそのさまでからは誰も逃げられないのだ働きこうや一人ひた走る者まだ見ぬ世界あるか希望を抱いて It's episode 100! It's the anime cast from the Red Leaf Retrocast. Hickey, Tori, we have done it! Hooray! We have done it. We have done it. We have indeed done it. it took probably way longer than expected, but we did it. We, we yeah, I mean, it's I mean, amazing what's... we are here. I mean, to be fair,、so. we did originally say that we would probably last 10 episodes. So, uh, yeah. We got a bit over that. <laughs> 90 episodes later, four <laughs> years later, almost to the day. <laughs> oh, we、man. have done it. What a great accomplishment this is. We have, we have reviewed not quite 100 anime because of the multi episode ones, but we're, we're pretty damn close. Hey, man, at least, we, at least we actually have shows that we start and then we keep going on them and finish them. Instead of just being like, ah, let's review, I don't know, touch, but let's only review the first 20 episodes and then say, fuck it. I mean, we've done that with some shows, like Cat's Eye, we've done 15. There's generally a reason for it. It's like, if we don't like the show, why, why keep going? That's kind of my thing about that. It's like, I, like, does anybody actually want to hear us complain about a show for 150 episodes plus? Probably I, not. I, I know I wouldn't. <laughs> well, especially if a show's episodic or in the case of、oh, Attack、yeah. Number One, where we got 50 episodes in, it's like, you know what? I think we're good. <laughs> you know what? I think I've seen enough、uh, abuse now. I,、uh, I, th- I think I get it. <laughs> well, we have technically watched, I think, 50 episodes of Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like, that, I feel like that's, that's to prove a point. Shall we go another 50? <laughs> um, I don't know. Does, be, does anyone want us to? <laughs> Hickey, do you want us to <laughs> watch more Sailor Moon? Yes. <laughs> uh, sure. Oh, no. That was the wrong answer. I don't like that answer. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> I mean,、oh, or can. we can just、uh, take every single episode that Sailor Moon would.、Uh, Get and transform into hentai episode. I don't mind. Ooh. Okay. That does sound like an idea. That's an idea. So, for the beginning part of this podcast, we're going to kind of just celebrate and have our top 10 reviewed anime on the podcast.、Uh, kind of what the shows that we have reviewed. And I guess we each have a top 10 over the, I guess the score we gave it, which, I mean, makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah.、Uh, <laughs> yeah, scores. Yes. Yes, Hickey. Scores. You know that、yes. thing you added at the end of every time you do a. Yes. yes, yes. Only, the highest, only the highest score shows. Yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> you fucked up, all right? <laughs> I, di- I did not. You understand why. I mean, I can go first if you want to. Then I just knock off my. Knock out the, the show. The show I chose is number 10. Sure. Yeah, let's celebrate then. Let's start celebrating. JD,、Ooh. do you have a champagne close to you?、Uh, so you I, I actually, so、open? I got a, because it's,、uh, it's Memorial Day weekend here. 
Uh, May long weekend in Canada was the previous weekend, but it's Memorial Day now. I got to celebrate that again in my life. Uh, I have, I, I went IPA special. I went a limited edition from a brewery in Massachusetts I visited uh, recently. Uh, I went after work uh, one day because everything's opening up again here in the United States. Hooray! No? But, uh, mine mm-hmm. never closed, so congratulations to you. I mean, America was technically never closed. I think it was like a two weeks where people pretended. <laughs> So, anyways, like, oh, no, yeah. we need to close everything. Oh, but I need to eat. Yeah. I need to make money to my, pay rent, so I'm going to work every day. <laughs> no, no, this this right now is technically a hospital. I have a certificate, so I can stay open in my uh, bakery hospital right here. <laughs> yes, bakery hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I am vital. <laughs> that that is that is the most random thing I think you could have thought of. Uh, the bakery in oh, the that hospital. Happened here. <laughs> that happened, that happened there. You're in Brazil. Oh, I don't. I no. I don't Brazil, doubt it. Like, but it just seems random. Uh, bakeries, bakeries could stay open in my state. Like one of the like restaurants only delivery and stuff. So a bunch of bars just like we are bakeries now, and they would just they would just make and sell bread. And like, there's a bunch of people just drinking, and they have bread, right? They have like milk, <laughs> and, and he's, bread basket uh, on top of a counter. You serve milk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. And I was like, oh, guys, see, mm, smart, <laughs> smart. There's people. like one bread in the basket, and it's like, yeah, no, we're a bakery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're like, bakery. we are, we are a restaurant. We are a delivery restaurant, so we can stay open. And it's basically a bar, but they, they just get a guy on a bike and he just delivers stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, hmm, that is that is quite a smart move. Quite a smart move. And then the police would just come and say, yeah, no, it's it's a restaurant. Nothing wrong here. You guys just don't sit in the anywhere, but you can stay standing up and drinking with your friends. We don't give a shit. Uh, very interesting times. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, celebration. Yay. Congratulations Ooh. to the United States opening up again. Yeah, it's Yay. good. Lots of people wow. are. Yeah, lots of people are uh, vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. The uh, fucking my place of work had someone from uh, the local hospital to come with a bunch of vaccines. So to get everyone uh, that works there uh, vaccinated, I think only, I think only maybe. Thirty percent of the people actually took them up on that offer, which is kind of strange to me. But uh, most of the people are from out of country, so I don't know. Maybe they thought, "Oh shit, if we have to show our IDs, they'll find out we're illegal or something." <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean that's that's a valid point. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, lots of fun. Uh, one year later, basically, uh, just over a year later. Uh, my life hasn't changed at all because I just continue going to work every day and doing my normal thing. Uh, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I was like, I went. I'm, I'm still going to work. Doesn't matter. Doesn't change. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Next week, the, I should have a four day weekend. But because they they gave the the holiday already in the beginning of the year, I will have to work on the holiday. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I got COVID. It was just not cool, but yeah. <laughs> like, well, I was a little I, bit on. I have a feeling that's not I, a controversial opinion. 
I mean, I took the. I mean, I had the light one. Yeah, and the light. If you have the, yeah, if you have the the heavy one, I am sorry for you. <laughs> the light one is a little bit underwhelming. Uh, yeah, I felt like no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine now. Anyway, the my dance show for the podcast. I went with fun factor more than scores. Of course, most of the shows have a high score. This is the only one with a really, really bad score. And that is, of course, the one and only Stainless Night. But I'm saying, it was episode 50, <laughs> yes. it was episode 51, which means uh, halfway through our journey so far. That episode was just way too good. Uh, Stainless Night is ba as bad as it can be, but god damn, it was fun to watch. And god damn, it was fun to just beat the shit out of it for like two hours i think our second most downloaded anime episode by the way was stainless night of course it is. nice everybody just sees that hentai and they're like mm, yeah mm, birch trees yeah mm, yes <laughs> the birch tree oh, man, one of my favorite so... one of my favorite moments <laughs> yeah it's so good like people died and knowing this shit lose like oh yeah it's like oh they they went to get help and never came back Oh, that sucks. By the way, I grew a dick. What the fuck? I was like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Hey, <laughs> that is so good. make the best yeah. out of the situation. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, uh, I'll go next. Number 10 is Gonkutsuo. Uh, not, not too far, not too long ago, back in February of this year, we reviewed it, got a high score. Uh, Counted Monte Cristo super anime-fied. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, got pretty decent downloads, pretty normal, uh, for what we've got in 2021 so far. Tori, what you got? My number 10 is, um, kind of surprising to myself, but I figured, you know what, sure, let's, let's go with one that I gave a lot of extra credit to, because it's just, it's not someone you'll see often on a top 10 list, at least anymore, and that is actually, uh, Takarajima, or Treasure Island. Oh, uh, yeah. that was an enjoyable one. It was a really good one. I, I really enjoyed it. 70 show. You know. It's just... Yeah, I wasn't really expecting much from it. And it ended up being a very fun show. So I was like, you know what? I think that deserves to be on the top 10 list. I do I do like it when shows kind of come out of come out of nowhere. You're not expecting them to be good. And then they turn out to be really good. So, yeah. Takarajima fits that bell perfectly. So it's my number 10. It was a, it was a fun little show. Adventure show. Pure adventure. Yeah. My number ninth is nine, uh, Night on the Galact Railroad. We reviewed that on episode 53 with Yatta. Cool guy. That is a really cool movie. Uh, it's a little bit heavy uh, for a kid's movie. I remember we talked about that because, like, he talks about death and stuff. And That's right. Like, yeah. I cannot believe they. Yeah, I cannot believe they did that. Like to kids, imagine like going to the movie theater and with your, with your kid to watch that show, and then your kid needs to deal with losing a friend, a close friend, in a tragic accident, and they just fucking drowned to death. It's like, oh shit! Right, trying to they sort out his like? own. Right, was trying to sort out his own fucking issues writing that story, and then Japan's like, kid show. Kid story, definitely. Kid show, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have boobs, 
And if they 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 had boots, <laughs> it, does it would be tax. covered. So, oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, true. Uh, also, in that episode, we reviewed Spring 2019 anime. It's been a, a long time. <laughs> in, in internet in, internet years. It's been a long time. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it's barely a thing back then. <laughs> All right, my number nine is the vision of Escaflone, which uh, I believe my fellow host on the retro gaming side uh, joined us for that review. I'm looking for. Here, I can just do Control F. What am I doing? Vision. <laughs> uh, we did that back on episode 37, November of 2018. And uh, that was the same one where we talked about music in anime. So that was a really that was a really fun show that we got to kind of talk about uh, just how much music impacts anime, and it was one of my enjoy more enjoyable reviews that we've done for the podcast. Uh, good times. Gave that a nine out of ten. <laughs> Tori. Uh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, so my number nine is uh, Bebop High School, actually. Ooh, uh, okay. Yeah. It kind of goes into that same um the same ends I said for Takarajima. It's a show that I hadn't uh even really heard about that much before. Uh we watched it. I was like, okay, cool. Maybe it'll be a fun little OVA series and uh that that it was. <laughs> I remember that episode as well. Lots of laughs. It's just it's such a silly comedy. I absolutely love it. Dogs just beating the shit out of each other and Many funny uh, situations arising. It's just, I don't know. I was about to call it a guilty pleasure anime. It's not even a guilty pleasure anime. It's just really fucking fun to watch. So, so uh, yeah, like, I marked down. So absurd from time to time. Yeah. So I marked down when we, uh, so we, we actually recorded that August uh, 24th, 2019. Mm. And uh, when we first reviewed it, uh, 713 people had completed on Mal. Okay. Mm -hmm. Since then, it has doubled. Uh, obviously, we I think uh, deserve all the credit for that <laughs> to uh, uh, increase Why that. Why would that, people that... watch it if not for us? Come on. Exactly. I mean, no one. <laughs> you know, as you said, Tori, haven't really f been familiar with it, and then boom, we review it. It's uh, it's doubled in two years. So how about that? Come on. How long has Mal <laughs> been around? Not that long. <laughs> in the grand scheme of anime, <laughs> but long enough. At least, you know, what, what, 10 years <laughs> Mal's been around? In internet years, like uh, 500 years. Yeah, so I we have obviously uh, taken all the credit for uh, that massive increase on Mal. Yes, next. What do we do next? Are we going to talk about Attack on Titan and then... And then uh... Claim that it's our thanks to us that it's as popular. I I don't think we can make that claim for that one, but uh, I, I hey, I'd be willing to do it. <laughs> I would absolutely take credit for that, of course. Good <laughs> me. <laughs> you, you know, it's might might not be an exaggeration to say that we put anime on the map. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Hey, key. All right, number eight. It is the Kido Keisatsu Pet Label, but the movies, because the, the OVA series is not that good. 
you bastard saying the such movies things. are just like coming coming out of the ovas and going to the movies i gave the first one an eight mm-hmm. the second one a nine it was episode 23 we did it with Bcom. and in that episode we talked about the launching of idol master shiny calls in 2018 oh, and I, oh, i'm yeah. pretty sure there's a rant um, I, I did a rant about never coming out. Yeah, so uh, BCOM was from the Nerdum and Other Nonsense podcast we did it with. Yeah, the movies are just so good. They're just, oh, especially the second movie, but it becomes so heavy. It goes from this lighthearted... Yeah. Just goes from this lighthearted, dumb, dumb police mecha comedy to just depression so fast <laughs> but still keeping keeping faith like uh faithful to the comedy elements uh definitely more in-depth characters uh, char- uh characterization and it's extremely enjoyable even though the ovas are not that great i give it a six to the ovas mm-hmm. it's still it was still a very fun episode just like uh reviewing ghost in the show uh since you know it's also a bamoru work and what uh, work it was such a fun in-depth discussion to have i uh, remember we used to do those kind of things but it is hard thinking is hard thinking is hard yeah it was very fun very fun very fun to movies all right my eighth pick or my eighth ranked is Cowboy Bebop, our 50th uh, episode anniversary. Very fun. That was the one where I just I just got smashed <laughs> over the course of the review. Really funny stuff. Uh, maybe, may, I, you know what, I won't take credit for, for, uh, for my uh, 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 irresponsibility there. Uh, that was a lot of fun. If you haven't heard of Cowboy Bebop, obviously we'll take uh, all the credit for people uh, that are aware of the show. Uh, I don't know if you've <laughs> heard of it, Tori. Maybe you've forgotten it since then, but it was on Toonami. And had some semblance of cult uh, popularity there. So, yeah. Cowboy Bebop, episode 50. Yeah. It, uh, it went from being the kind of go-to, like, this is the anime everybody needs to watch. Like, this is this is what got everybody into anime to uh, where it is today, which is basically in one of two camps. You either love it or you hate it and think it's one of the worst things ever created. <laughs> is that really a thing now? That is really a thing now. No way. I don't believe you. Oh, no, it is. No way. <laughs> it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who uh, says Cowboy that? Cowboy Bebop has fallen in the eyes of a lot of people. It's old. People are, besides, people are mad that people are still holding it in such high regard. So, like, I can I can understand it to a certain extent, but at the same time, I absolutely love Cowboy Bebop, so everybody who dislikes this is clearly wrong. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be surprised, but it is our, let's see, I'm looking at the numbers here. I have just this Excel sheet that I can't, for some reason, I have a trouble. I I have a trouble sorting out the numbers. It isn't the most downloaded one, but it's in the top ten for yeah. anime. Yep, still pretty, still fairly popular. Uh, but yeah, all right. So, anyways, next, my number eighth pick is um, one I had a lot of trouble with because it is Loop on the third. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, what Loop on do I add? Because God damn it, I like a lot of Loop on. Um. But I ended up on the uh, I ended up on the one that we talked about uh, the loop on specials, and I ended up having to pick between one of two specials. 
which was Walther P-38, or Island of Assassins. Oh, of course, yes. Or uh, First Contact. And after debating myself over and over again about it, I decided to uh, land on First Contact. Because, god damn it, that OVA is so, or that special, rather, is so nice. The, uh, once again, kind of uh, going back and looking at another, uh, another early story of how the Lupin gang met and got to know each other, and which have done a lot, and, uh, you know. Can't really get a story straight, but I just love the entire presentation of it, especially at the end as well, when it just kind of comes up and be like, oh man, what an interesting story Jigen told me. And it turns out it isn't Jigen, it's actually been Lupin the entire time, and it's like, is any of this even true, or did he just make it up? And it's like, ah, <laughs> the mystery of it all, it's just, ah, it's such a, such a good episode. I, I love, I love Lupin, I love Lupin a lot. Can't wait yeah. for part six. Yeah, they announced part six, super fun. Yeah, yep, definitely. Hoping for more of the Takashi Koike movies as well. We have three of them. I hope he makes another one. I want to see one. I want to see one focused on Senegata before we get the, the inevitable loop on one. That'd be great. Oh, I, that would be I awesome really... because like he did some some really cool. Before getting obsessed with Lupin, one of the stories for Senegata is that he's actually like the best cop in the world. Mm. I can just dis dismantle huge like. Organized crime societies alone. I mean, yeah, I mean you see that a lot in the main series as well. When it's like when it's not he's not dealing with Lupin, he'll take on like entire gangs by himself and win easily. <laughs> it's like he clearly knows what he's doing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Lupin is too OP. Oh, yeah. I figured out how to sort it properly. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Good job. We're learning here. We're a professional Yay. podcast. Uh, but yeah, no, Exo uh, shit. Well, so it's actually yeah. not the because I had to. I so I had to combine the old Podbean downloads from now our Anchor downloads. So I had to combine the cells and then sort it accordingly. But the column, only the one column was sorting, as opposed to all of the all of the columns together. And uh, it, there was kind of a clash of, I guess, the Google Sheet mixing with the Excel. So I had to do a lot of i had to kind of put an if statement in there as well so uh i do have the two datas together woo yay nice you, yeah. you're gonna be super excel you're gonna be super surprised what's what's our new number one okay yeah Go. I'll, I'll All say right. it later. Number seven. Right. Number seven. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I realized that. I just, I just let the the silence sink in, sink in a little bit for comedy effect. Uh, number seven is Bebop High School. Just like Tori, Tori hey, put right. in a little bit uh, lower, but Bebop High School is my redemption arc because you motherfuckers keep saying I just recommend bad anime. So it's like, okay, fine, I'll do a good recommendation. <laughs> there we <once>. go. <laughs> Watch this. I'm not doing it again. So rejoice while you last. And we rejoiced a lot. That, that is a lot of fun. So, so fun. Like, we kept using the fucking delinquent jokes for like six fucking months. It was in every single episode, yeah. every single podcast. Someone was like, yeah, I'm going to pull this steel on someone. Yeah, the, yeah, the fucking defense subversion that's just that's so, uh, man. That's like half the show as well, just the fan subversion of that. Just seeing the jokes he put in there into the fucking... So pointless, but I love it. 
<laughs> yeah, it is great. It's great. Great show. All right. I got uh, number seven to be Touch. Kind of, uh, I, I, I kind of, yeah, yeah, Touch. So I gave a couple of the seasons a very high score and then a couple of the other seasons a not as high score, but it all kind of aggregated together to a good little average. And it ended up coming out at number seven for me. Uh, that was, let's see, we, we took, uh, what was it, four episodes in total over the course of like three years to download the entire show <laughs> or to, to download, okay. to watch the watch and review the entire show. Uh, let's see. Episode one was way back. Let's see. Here's Gachamon. Got some good ones here. Okay. <laughs> when did we start? Where's it? Uh, okay. So our first episode was July 2019. <laughs> and our final episode was uh, October. No, I'm sorry. March of 2021. So yeah, took three years. <laughs> well, we got there, though. We did we get there. there. It's a uh, romance anime with uh, with baseball elements to it. And as you go on, baseball kind of takes more of a precedent, but the love story is still there. Uh, yeah, we're we're a we're a podcast of our word. We did eventually review it all, and it was a lot of fun. It was yep. a good show, definitely. All right, so my number seven is yet another OVA. In case. In case... In case anybody's confused, I do like me some OVAs, especially the 80s and 90s OVAs. It's just, I'm sad whenever I look at the state of OVAs today. It's not the same. Give me the bonkers good old days when OVAs actually mattered. But this OVA is really fucking good, and it's Trust and Betrayal. Rowan Kenshin, ah, Trust and Betrayal. Ah, yes. I, mm-hmm. man, I watched that OVA twice. I love the David Moore the second time. It's just, it's so good. I fan guess it. I'm not even into Rurouni Kenshin. I don't even think I've seen the main series. Pretty sure I haven't, actually. It's like... But I, there's just something about that OVA. Of the beautiful narrative, how it's, well it's constructed, and even just still having to fucking look at the fact that this was made by... This OVA was made by Dean, and then having to wonder about what the fuck happened to them, because God damn it, that OVA is just... It's so beautiful. It looks so good. <sighs> good old days. Good old days. Now Dean can either do well or terrible. There is no in between. <laughs> There's no in between. Not at all. <laughs> mm. Yep. But yeah, no. Trust and Betrayal, again, one of those things which, like, if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor. So amazing. Hickey. Yeah. Uh, number six is Jinro. The Wolf Brigade. Like, that movie is just way too good. I also went a, li- uh, a little bit over the the anime mm-hmm. movie. I watched the live action movies as well. And they are also very good. Even though the first one is very, very weird. Uh, like, we've... It's oh, it was such a mind fuck experience that first movie. It's so trippy, and then like it's just comedy, and then not nothing makes sense. The narrative doesn't make sense, and you go to the end. It's just one or two hours of full confusion and spoilers. It is confusing because <laughs> the main character actually got shot and died at the beginning of the movie. 
so what you experience through the movie of Jinro, the first live action, is actually his dying thoughts. So it's very trippy. It's really cool. Uh, and like the, the animation is just amazing. Like the story is amazing. The character's design is amazing. The, the armor, the wolf armor, it's just, oh, the MG34s and 42s, they carry around everything. Uh, the, the blood spray and stuff. It's so good, so good, so good. I gave it a nine. That was episode 53, so it wasn't a long time ago. I guess last year? Or 2019, end of 2019? Well, yeah, it was, it was just a, an amazing experience. Definitely watch this movie and the, the live actions. Yeah, Jinro was November 2019. All right. And it's been such a long time. <laughs> Yeah, number six, I also have a movie. It is Akira. Perhaps you've heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah, that was the same episode we did the spring uh, 2019 impressions. Uh, same episode. Uh, Akira is a very uh, famous movie from the 80s. It has a pretty uh, I've strong opinion. Pretty good animation, I would say. It's pretty good stuff there. Yeah, it's all right. Maybe a little controversial. <laughs> Maybe a bit. Yeah, uh, Tetsuo, Mindfuck, uh, Ending Rushed, whatever. Yeah, I give that a 9 out of 10, of course. Much like, uh, and then from here on, I, I think I gave everything else a 10. So, good stuff there. Him. You guys giving, uh, well, JD giving away too many 10s. Ah, who uh, cares? It's... Well, of course, Hickey does the same, but of course he doesn't. He doesn't give anything a 10. Nah, <laughs> everything's a 9 for him. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So, yeah. My next uh, next one is also a movie, uh, and it's um, Ghost in the Shell, the first movie by Mamoru Oshii. Oh, yeah. I liked Ghost in the Shell the first time I watched it, but I wasn't huge on it, which is why Ghost in the Shell has normally been lower on my lists whenever I thought about these things. But after we rewatched it for the podcast, mm -hmm. I just came out of it with a completely different uh, different experience. I've seen way more Ghost in the Shell. I know way more about it. And just seeing everything tie back into that movie, and I'm just like, dude, I missed so much the first time. Holy fuck. I felt like I was watching a whole different movie. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, was, I know uh, what you mean. I, was I, I also gave it a high score. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. No, it's... I, yeah, I, I love Ghost in the Shell. It's, it's so much fun. I... I want to be a little bit uh, controversial and say that I would recommend this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I think The Matrix is better, but, you know, episode 75 was when we covered that. May in 2020. Mm. A year ago. Good times, good times. Good times. Hey, we do sometimes cover good shows. Sometimes. Just not when Hickey recommends them. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> High School Redemption Arc. That's one. <laughs> I do on purpose. I know you do. Hey, uh, yeah, that's right. Just to just Cannot to kind of for episode one hundred and one because episode one hundred and one is probably the shittiest show we will ever watch in our lives. No, nah, right, come on. Oh well, since you bring it up, since you bring it up, I kind of want to do a short interruption of what do you think is the worst show we've ever reviewed on this podcast? Oh shit, son. Because <laughs> look, I'm looking at I'm looking at sums. We got uh, let's see here. I gave Psychano a two. That was pretty bad. Yeah. 
uh, Stainless Knight was a two, but, <laughs> you know. Hey, man, that's amazing. You shut your face. Grappler Baki? Grappler Baki was really bad. Grapple Baki was just... Uh, I know a lot of people like Grapple Baki, but... Uh, <laughs> that was hard. Uh, Witch Hunter uh... Robin was terrible. That's That's got a low score. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, fucking... I guess... I guess it goes into a pretty, uh... <laughs> pretty controversial and pretty similar topic for me. I mean, I've only ever dropped two shows on this podcast... That's blue gender and initial D. <laughs> <laughs> but I know people like both of those shows, but I yeah. most certainly do not. Uh, I guess, technically speaking, Twinkle Minori Star? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Simul- the, but the director is such a cool dude. I know. Like, I come him, on. But... He, he hired a cosplayer. To cosplay Nora and Ciro in the back of a fucking Harley with him. Like, that dude is just, he just lived the dream. Like, it's, so it's so hard to call it a bad show, but, uh, uh, I mean, it is a bad show, but at the same time, it's what the it thing is, like, it is, I respect like... it too much because, you know, fucking imagine being that much of a Chad that you have your fucking waifu and nobody wants to make an anime of her. So you're just like, fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah, I, nobody I, wants a sequel because yeah. it was trash. You're like, fine, <laughs> I will do it again. I, th- I think, Hickey, and you're, you're onto something there. As a dancing, as a dancing midget. And fuck you, I'm going to buy a Harley Davidson and put a fucking cosplayer in the back. Like, it's so hard. Don't, don't like the... Like, if we watched the show without the context of the director, definitely it would be the, the worst. But... <laughs> oh, the guy's such a... Such a Chad, god damn it. Yeah, in case you were... Word, but there's no better way to describe it. <laughs> in case you were uh, uh, lost on that one, on epi- in, back in episode 78, we did a trio of... Let's call them low-budget OVAs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were Cypher, Twinkle, Nora, Rockby, and Papillion Rose. It was, uh, it was quite the experience. Go back and listen sure to that was. one. I think technically... Cypher as well. Yeah, I mentioned Cypher. Cypher. I mean, come on, like... Cypher's like, I think the best description I've ever had for Cypher is just like, <laughs> Cypher's literally just the 80s, the anime. Yeah, yeah, I think it's safe to do, safe to say. <laughs> yes, I can also go with Dumbine. Oh yeah, Dumbine, Dumbine was shit. a pain. Yeah, it was. So... I don't, like, some, I don't know why people in Japan really, really likes Dumbine. Well, they, it was the original, um... Uh, the the original like uh, 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 thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, by Tomino. I also think it's sad to know, know that fucking Dumbine is not even the worst in that series, because fucking uh, like Tomino made another one over as well that's based on that, and it's apparently like Garcy's Wing, I guess, which is apparently even worse. And I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> How do you do that? That's impressive. All right. That's impressive, especially for a guy who went on to be so fucking influential. <laughs> uh, not wrong. Not wrong at all. Okay, Hickey. What are we at? Number five? Right. Number six? Moving on. Yeah. Number, number five. five. My number five number is five. City Hunter. Hey, that's a this fun one, show. I also went a little bit uh, over the animation and I watched the French live action movie. 
And it's probably the best live action movie out there. It is so fun. Like City Hunters is already amazing. So it's it's good when you have a live action uh being able to capture the, the spirit of the, the show. <laughs> it's such a ridiculous show with the Mokori and like Did somebody say Mokori? such a good show i cannot wait for us to do city hunter 2 that eventually will happen it's just that city hunter 2 has what 70 something episodes so we need to prepare yeah. for that really really fun really really fun to watch really really fun to watch with people really really fun to talk about so we did city hunter back in march of 2020 yes episode 71 yes uh, all right, my number five is Princess Mononoke. Uh, also, Yata joined us for that one. Uh, we all That was the same episode we talked about our Ghibli fandom, and that was episode 68 in February 2020. Uh, if you haven't heard of Princess Mononoke, it is a Ghibli film that is quite good and held in high regard, and uh, we agreed, pretty much. So, no shock there. Tori, number five. Number five. Uh, I kind of didn't want to put this on the list, to be honest, because uh, to be uh, to be completely fair, don't 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 listen to this podcast. Ah, oh, what do you mean? So, um, we did a podcast very early on over uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. We did, yes. It was like four and a half hours long. It was. It was four and a half hours of. Oh my god, the podcast is so bad. Please don't watch it. Please don't listen to it. It's so absolutely terrible. I really like NGE, but god damn it, I think we did an absolutely awful job with that. So yeah. Uh, let me look at the download numbers here for NGE. Uh... Oh, back in the day. When back we in the good do... old day. Fucking five-hour podcast. Just like in the day when we used to be four people. <laughs> that that was that was short-lived. That was very short-lived. Yes. Yeah, that was like two episodes. Being... Oh no, I was not <laughs> that. Yeah, it's like a top twenty downloaded show. I'm looking at it. God damn it! God damn it! Nobody wants to listen to that. It's too long. It's not good. Anime wise, it's we... top twenty. Right below Dunbine. <laughs> you know what? Fair. That's that's sad. But no, no. Understandable. <laughs> it's the early, kind of one of the early ones. I mean, we could always do a oh, redo yeah. if you want. You I'd don't like not. NG. What are, you, what are you going to do with it? Maybe watch the, the remake? Oh, movies? we could do the movies, yeah. That's true. Like 3.0 just... 3.0? 4 4.0. 4.0. 4.0. 4.0 just came out, so... That would be Man. an interesting kind of comparison to see what uh, what we think yeah. with the old one and how the movies hold up. Man. Uh, how I old, how old right is the still, first movie? I still movie? hate Shinji. Uh, the first movie Is that 2006? Was... It might be... No, 2007. Ooh. Yeah. 7 was 1.0, 2009 was 2.0, and 2012 was 3.0. I took all the way to 2021. So, 3.0 plus next 1. year. 
hmm. next year we could do you the have, movie. You'll have to convince, convince me why we should. <laughs> Redemption for what you guys think is a bad episode. But it has PTSD of. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> do. I really. Podcast. Four years ago, we did a fucking podcast on NG, and even to this day, Tori is scared. Listen, man, I'm shell shocked. This is my non flashback. This is my non flashback. I'm sitting here and I'm just like, somebody brings up NG and I just fucking break out in cold sweat and I just visualize us <laughs> recording that podcast. I mean, yeah, it was hot <laughs> that day. It was hot that day. I was inside of a car, but I was in a very old hot days place. of car recordings with AK. Oh, man. Yeah, had the good old days where I almost died <laughs> out of carbon the after every intoxications. Podcast. Yeah, the fun after every podcast. Like, I need to open up with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It is hot. Yeah. All right. Number, very hot. Hot. number four. Yeah, but it should be winter right now. <laughs> or close to winter. But it's like 30 Celsius outside. Anyway, uh, I think it's me now. Yes, Number four, uh, this one, it cannot be knocked out any further than my list, but I don't think it will ever be out of the top 10 list. It is Future Boycon. I give it an eight. It was episode 29, I think 2018, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like have it in front of me if you want me to confirm. Just... <laughs> I don't. I don't know the like the dates. I know I, I only put the the episode number. Uh, episode twenty nine, July twenty eighteen. We also did spring season almost, reviews and summer outlook. Almost four years ago, yeah. Future Boy Conan is probably one of the best shows out there. Uh, even though it's quite old, it's such an influential show that it was. It appeared in. Echoes in a few okay. seasons back. Yeah, Azuken. Okay. Keep your, yeah, keep your up, hands off, Azuken. So it is, it was such a blast to watch. It's just adventure, uh, a pure adventure show. Boy raised in an island goes out in the world to save stuff from bad people ish. Don't you mechanize and industrialize everything? Uh, very 70s, 80s story of adventure kind of the tarzan syndrome anyway uh really really fun really really fun episode also to to record because we all really enjoyed the show and uh gave a nice relaxed and an enjoyable discussion over it so I have fond memories. Uh, uh, it's not a PTSD. It's just fond memories of episode uh, 29 of this podcast. A fuzzy, warmy feeling that I don't feel too much because I'm a piece of trash. But that's another matter for another time. Okay. Go, um, I actually was able to pull up something that combined. Okay. Anyways, uh, sorry, I got off uh, mind track. Samurai X is number four. Uh, Tori, I believe you already spoke about that. Uh, mm -hmm. That Yeah, it's a Roni Kenshin movie, uh, origin story, 
We did it on the same episodes of the Crunchyroll Awards back in March of 2019, episode 44. Uh, it still holds up very well to this day. Uh, well animated, good little story to it. Uh, it's on it's on a more serious note, not a lot of comedy. Uh, number four for me. Yeah. And uh, my number four is uh, one that JD already brought up. The uh, Cowboy Bebop episode. Yep, there you go. It's... Uh... <laughs> Again, podcast was a bit, um, some stuff happened, maybe. Some stuff <laughs> happened, maybe, sort of, kind of. Uh, but yeah, no. I don't uh, want to have PTSD, is... y'all. Like, <laughs> I'm sweating right now. Oh, my God. That is so... oh, my it was God. fun arguing I... with JD for a while. It just never ended. <laughs> yeah, I hate, I hate people in general, but that episode makes me hate JD for a, a good two years. Like wow, you really hold a grudge over way. just a drunken ramble. <laughs> I do. Like, oh, dude, it wasn't just a drunk ramble. You didn't I, give I, up I, on I, your point either. It's like you refused to I, let go. I wanted, I, I just wanted to just close Discord and go to, to bed. Like, I, 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 I didn't want you. Oh, my God. Go watch uh, that episode. That one is, is a fun one. Well, there's a reason why it's uh, one of the top ten. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in that yeah, I'm pretty sure in that episode I said, JD, you're so lucky that I don't live close to you because if I was, I was just going to your house and beat the shit out of you. Wow, so violent. I said that in that recording. So oh, it's violent. There. It's there. I remember saying that. Yeah, I, 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 I hold grudges for a long time. I'm a lawyer. All right. Now you know you. Now you listeners, you need to go back and check that to see if that's true. But yeah, anyways, sure it was. Uh, or said that off off recording. That could also happen. But yeah, no, anyways, Cowboy Bebop. I really like it. I've said this many times before. Cowboy Bebop got me into anime. It's uh, well, back into anime. I guess it was what that was what I learned when I learned what anime was. Now this mm-hmm. was the show I watched, and uh, yeah, it's, it still holds a special place in my in my anime fandom. I I love it a lot. No matter what anybody else will ever say about it, this will always be. Special for me. Mm. It's a fun, it's a fun show. Mm. Uh, my number three is just like Future Boy Conan, something that will always be on my top ten list because it's just good. To the end, and that is Ain of Green Gables. Hell yeah! Yeah, I gave it an eight. It was episode twenty-one. Shows from the seventies. It's a coming of age story. You just watches the the story of Vane. It's a it's a classic book. Uh, there's more books about this the series. I read actually. I went and read End of, End of Green Gables. The like two like two of the books. I think it's four or five. Uh, all the way from she's a uh, her childhood as a as an orphan going to some distant uh, relative's house to be raised uh, and up all the way to university, I think. You know, you you mm-hmm. see her growing with her friends and going to school. Nothing really too amazing, but the storytelling and just everything about the show. Like, this, the... the the original story from the books is are very good, and they did a very good job adapting it uh, to anime. 
with the resources they had at the time. So, so this is the 70s. It's not, it, I suppose it wasn't that that easy to produce uh, such a nice looking, well animated piece yeah, of it was, animation. It was part of the, uh, uh, the World Masterpiece Theater block, which means that this show was hell to produce. It was expensive as fuck. I'm pretty sure they traveled yeah. to Canada as well to actually get first-hand experience and pictures to uh, uh, to actually be able to more faithfully like draw what it was supposed to look like. Uh, find that out, then you know that's <laughs> travel has become a that's lot a easier. Lot of and a lot commitment, of yeah. So uh, yeah, no, it's the great. seven is they were they were probably probably but you you already had streamliners, the the jet streamliners, but goddamn. Mm -hmm. And then just imagine the fact that, you know, it's not like this is anime. It's not like they were making lots of money and could easily just yeah, spend that production money on a trip to Canada. <laughs> so, you know, that's... Uh, that sucks. But yeah, no, Banner Green Gables is still one of my... Um, uh, like one of the ones I'm the most happy about since I was the one who recommended it. It's still... I'm still proud of that one because, goddammit, I managed to make JD like a slice of life show or a coming of age show. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, no, it's good. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, my number three, Hickey, you already spoke about it. It's Future Boy Conan. Way back yeah. in episode 29, already spoke about it. It's one of my favorite anime of all time and one of my favorite anime we've uh, done on the podcast. It kind of goes into that whole situation where you're always hesitant to review one of your favorite shows. And I'm still... Sure. <laughs> yeah, and I, I kind of took a back seat and let you guys uh, review that show uh, more than myself, because uh, then it would be kind of just kind of biased, over praise kind of situation. I still kind of did that, but you guys ended up liking it as well, so I feel kind of vindicated. And it's it pulls up as number three on mine for what we uh, what we reviewed, and it's one of my favorite reviews we've done for the podcast. Yeah, Tori. Uh, speaking of one of my favorites, um, surprisingly, well, this is a throwback to episode one. Ooh. We reviewed Ashtano Joe. And oh my god. I, I love Ashtano Joe ever since I watched it. It's, I mean, it's hard to understand, right? Because obviously Star of the Giants was the first sports anime. Mm -hmm. God damn it, Ashtano Joe has shaped sports anime more than most things. Like, you still, to this day, see how sports anime adapt their stories. And it's still just like, yep, that's like how they did it back in Ashtano Joe, back in 1970. <laughs> uh, it's, it's an amazing show. It's got, I mean... <laughs> I was gonna say, it's got really likable characters, but technically it has really unlikable characters. And yet it's still just amazing what it manages to pull pull with that cast of characters. The stories it weaves, the twists, the foreshadowing, the everything, the, the boxing matches. I was like, despite the fact that it's barely animated, I'm still just on the edge of my seat watching these fights. Oh, it's such an amazing piece of storytelling. I, I love Ashton Joe. It is one of my it's one of my all-time favorites an anime, anyways. So yeah, it absolutely had to go on the uh, on the top ten. I I think it's amazing. Yeah, and I'm really I'm really glad as an as a retro anime podcast when we came up with this idea and got together that that was the first one we decided to do. 
uh, really go as far back as possible. Got a banger of a show out of the way. And uh, Hickey, I believe you still haven't watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I got called out. God damn it. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was there for the first quarter, I think. I had something to do. I was like, oh, I'm going by. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I will. I will. Uh, the problem is I have a friend that's been uh, really pissing me off for the past five years to watch Shad Hick recommended, so I started watching Agretsuko. <laughs> so maybe, like it's been it's been four years, so uh, maybe next year we'll watch it. I also start like playing Tales of Vesperia, but that one's like what seven years talking, uh, telling me to play that game. So after seven years, I start playing it. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. I'm very stubborn. And like uh, I, I hold a grudge. Yeah, and I, it I, shouldn't I'm be a surprise, stubborn. but it's still a uh, top five downloaded anime and listened from the show to this day. That's good. Oh, I believe it. Yep. I okay. listened to the episode, by the way. So I, oh, you I have? listened to the review. Yeah, good. of course. It's fucking episode one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hickey. Number two. We're getting, we're getting to the... The last Number two, and then I can two. reveal the top three downloaded episodes that we've ever we've ever had for the podcast, which is kind of fun little data thing. My number two, my second, and my top ten, it is definitely, probably my actually favorite series, and that is Legend of Galactic Heroes. We took four episodes to finish. Episodes 39, 61, 77, and 81 from December. Let's see, that one I have dates. It went from December 18th, 2018 to August 18th, <laughs> 2020. So, same day, uh, different months and years. But hey, it was, it is probably one of the best stories in anime out there. There are so many characters. There are so many stories, like little story nucleus happening at the same time. It is a romance, of course. So that that's what well, that is the definition of a romance. But uh, it's so well made, so well made. Mm-hmm. Even when the the heroes. Like, technically, the guys should be the heroes lose. It's like, well, yeah, it's justified. Like, then the people die and you actually get sad, even even though they weren't that cool people to begin with. But it everyone is so developed. Even the, 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 the background characters that only appear in two episodes, they, have, they are so fleshed out. It's so good. Uh, I'm waiting the the newer one that is more faithful to the books, uh, to the novels, to finish adapting the OVA so I can watch everything, because apparently they are better than the original series. But it is I don't know the original series I think holds up incredibly well. Uh, well, looks, yeah, well yeah. so far because it's it's already over. That's why I'm waiting the the OVAs to finish, so I can kind of have a fair comparison. Sure, sure, right. But like the, the the original series is such a 
enjoyable journey that it goes through. So good, so good, so good. That is the only thing I can say about Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Like the politics, everything. Politics yeah. are not boring in this show. Like every oh my god dude i cannot i cannot i'll stop because i can go for hours and hours and hours talking about legend of the color heroes i'll Definitely just say my favorite one yeah i'll just say i mean again just to kind of reiterate like how big that thing is like how important it is it's like what 110 episodes yep but it's not a 110 yeah. episode tv series it's a 110 episode ova you don't just get that for anything most ovas are like two three episodes yeah, I know. I was like, every two months, they would mm. release an OVA? Yeah. So, like, imagine every two months you have to go to, to a store and buy a cassette tape for an OVA episode. That is, that is huge, dude. That's a lot of money and a lot of commitment. But goddamn, I'm so glad that happened because it's such a good show. Such a good show. Well, I'm glad you said that because it's also my number two. <laughs> I feel that we you, yeah. we've already gone on long enough on it. Tori? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that a lot. It is definitely not on my top ten, though. Ah, uh, just you. He's all alone, yeah. Hickey. <laughs> no, it's okay. Legend of the Galactic Heroes is just my kind of story. Just mine I like too. it a lot as well, but it just didn't make it into my top ten. Which is just again, it's it's nothing about quality. It's just personal. Uh, it's just personal Legend of Galactic Heroes. Uh, but yeah, now my number two is, well, Anne of Green Gables. No. Same thing, it's like, uh, Anne of Green Gables, like, Anne of Green Gables and Ashtana Joe were like, two of the first anime that I saw from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. I, I love it. I'm, I'm a sucker for a good age, uh, coming of age story anyways, I mean. My favorite show of all time is already animation, and that is a coming-of-age story. So, you know, talk horror. I like these types of stories. And then, just... I'd heard on Good Word before that uh, Anne of Green Gables was good. But I was like, you know, 70s. Is it really that good? And then I watched it, and it's just... And I still, to this day, maintain that this show has some of the best use of time, like, span of time I've ever seen in an anime. Like, god damn it. The way how the first half is so slow because everything is new and then as things keep progressing and, you know, you don't have to see every day at school anymore and shit like that. It just keeps going and suddenly, like, everything just kind of speeds up. Time is passing and is growing. She's making small, gradual changes that you start noticing and then the characters start pointing it out and it's like suddenly, you know, you start noticing the little things like... Her feet now reach the table. She's not as skinny anymore. Yada, yada, yada. Freckles disappear. Things like that. And it just keeps going. It's the attention to detail. It's so good. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, definitely. Again, for a 70 show, it's just so much details. Everything. The like backgrounds. The, season, the backgrounds. The you background. can literally just screenshot them and put them on the wall. They're beautiful. Yeah, the color painted backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. Like you have inter intermediary uh, season changes in the background. It's just so, so good, so well made. We need to do more uh, word massive here, anime. <laughs> Let's do movement. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, Hickey, number one. 
Let's finish this out. My number one, of course, <laughs> it is my only tan anime out there. <laughs> George Man Tan. Ah, you troll. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I need to talk about, I guess, George Man Tan. Uh, episode 82, I had a emergency, so I couldn't participate, but I watched the whole George Man Tan. <laughs> and it is very dumb. Uh, a lot of things doesn't make sense. George Mekin should be immortal because there's always sunlight, technically, because the moon reflects sunlight on Earth. So he's technically immortal, but they need to nerf him. At some point, <laughs> this is a kid's show, a guy just fucking put a bullet on his own head in front of two kids. I was like, holy shit, that is fucking metal as fuck. But anyway, my first one, I will not say the name because it is the same story. Oh, I believe. Okay. If it starts with a G, it does indeed. Right? Yeah, yes. it's the same. And Tori gave it a 10. So I'm pretty sure he is more qualified to just spend the next half hour gushing over this end than I am. I get a 9, by the way, in this show. All right, so my number one. If if it's not the same one and he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, it starts <laughs> yeah, with a G, it. it is gotcha, man. Uh, I would just come it's back Galaxy Express 3.9. Yeah, it's the I Gundam mean, trilogy. <laughs> Mecha, his favorite <laughs> genre. <laughs> so if it's, I hope it's the same. It's not. I, I will just interfere. It's like, okay, let me go back. Let me redo my bit. JD, go. So go, JD. All right. My number one, Anne of Green Gables. It was the most uh, surprising anime we covered on the podcast that I really enjoyed. Uh, we covered it, uh, episode 21. Our topic was World Masterpiece Theater, April 1st, 2018. It still holds up. It's also my favorite podcast episode we've recorded on this 100-episode journey. Uh, Tori, you've already gushed about it enough. It made all of our top tens. I think it might be the only show that did that. <laughs> no, it, it did all the top three. Mine is the third, Tori's second, and yours is first. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, so it's it, the best episode. It's the, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Best episode of them all. Uh, We were kind of close with two out of three on a lot of our lists, but Anne of Green Gables, praise across the board. Uh, Definitely go listen to that episode. Uh, It's one of our least downloaded episodes, which, of course, that's how it works. Of course it is. That's, yeah. (laughs) It's a cool classic already. But but from the, like, DMs and mal messages that I get, uh, it probably converts the most people to listen to the podcast. Uh on a kind of per listener basis, or at least that's the one we get the most feedback from, uh, from a positive perspective. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. So at least we have that to uh, put on our shoulder. Tori, talk about the Gundam movie trilogy as your number one. So, so yes, my number one is the Gundam movie trilogy. (laughs) Oh no, I hate the (laughs) book. I hate Gundam. Um... For a while, that was our top anime, uh, top, downloaded episode anime I know uh, it was. For, for a number of years it was i know and it makes me sad every time no uh so my number one favorite is uh gankutsu the count of monte cristo so katie's already mentioned this one before mm-hmm. yep um it's just oh my god like so gankutsu is a show that i have heard people talk about for years. I remember mm-hmm. getting into anime. I remember like finding anime reviewers on YouTube and 
all I kept hearing was Gankutsu or Gankutsu or Gankutsu. It's amazing. You should watch it. And I was just, and I had that like moment that's like new anime fan ish that I assume a lot of people had with like Cowboy Bebop and whatnot, which is just like Full Metal Alchemist and those kinds of shows, which is just like, I get it, you like it, but I don't care. There's no way it's this good because everybody keeps talking it up. So I know I'm going to hate it. I don't want to watch it. And I was like, ah, it looks slightly interesting. I guess I'll put it on the plan to watch list and get to it one day when I have time. That's that, and of course, that's everything that I do put on my plan to watch list. It, that never happens until we finally went ahead and did it on the podcast. And I'm like, this is my excuse. Uh, I still have that in the back of my mind, though. It's like, it probably won't be that good. I'll probably enjoy it, but I can't see myself loving it. Holy fuck was I wrong. Man. This show is just... It's stylish as all hell, but God, the story is... Ugh. Yeah, it, I mean, again, I gave it a 10. I don't... I give a few 10s, but it goes quite a long time since I give... Uh, between every time I give a show a 10. And I've never given a show a 10 on the podcast before in 100 episodes until, well, this one. So, you know, basically, I'll be, <laughs> if we do another 100 episodes, maybe you'll see another 10 from me <laughs> uh, at some point. But yeah, no, it's it's just a special show. It, it cracked its way into my top five. It means it's up there with shows for me like like Loop on the Third, A Woman Called Fujikomina. Mm-hmm. Fate Zero, shit like the uh, shows like Aria, the animation, of course. Like it's just, it's on a whole, uh, it's on a whole different level for me for a lot of other anime. I, I was captivated by it. I didn't think I would, but yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, the one thing that, I've that really enjoyed it. about doing this podcast with you guys, and of course, I gotta, I got I gotta thank you guys for doing this for four years with me. Uh, three guys from three different continents coming together talking about old ass anime. I, I, excuse me, <laughs> JD. What geography? I'm in different... the same continent as you. you no, you're not. Ass. I am. <laughs> There's only one American continent. The it's America. a whole strip. It's one called America. <sighs> you JD. need to. You need to work on your geography, Hickey. <laughs> You need to work How many continents geography. are there in the world, Hickey? Do I need to call you out on that? Seven. I okay. Think. So? Yeah. You want to count them out? <laughs> yeah. Antarctica? The Arctic? Then... No, wait. The Arctic is... <laughs> no, the Arctic, the Arctic is... Hold on, it's been a while. You have America, Europe, Africa, Asia, Arctic, and Antarctica. No, Hickey. And Oceania. Seven. No. no. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Tori. I'm sorry, Hickey. You're wrong. <laughs> I am. You are wrong. How many, how many there is? There's seven, there but you're seven. wrong with which the way with what there are. That's how I learned in school. There's Your no school three needs, American needs continents. To be... Oh, no. There's no three American continents. I am sure of it. Oh no. The American continent is divided in three major regions, but they're not three continents. Is that really what they taught you in school? Yes. All right. If that's what they Everything taught you in is school. America. Uh, seven regions are Asia, Africa, North America, South America, Antarctica, Europe, and Australia. What? No. 
Sorry. No, you wrong. This, this is the greatest you're revelation right. ever. <laughs> no, no, what? Hold on. Your education is a lie. Let me see. It's okay. You're not a geographist. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay, Hickey. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Flat. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, there is here in the Brazilian side America, Europe, Asia, Africa, Oceania, and Antarctica. Then the Arctic, but it is a little bit eh, iffy. People don't agree if it's a continent or not. See, that's what it taught me. Hey, man, oh, if that if that's what they, they teach you in one, school, two, three, four, go for it. It's yeah, fine. Six continents and seven if you consider the Arctic as a as your continent, like just a continent. We've learned the difference. So, yeah. We have learned the uh, difference in some education systems today. Yeah, because that is definitely not the same in the rest of the world. No, it is definitely not. That is not what Tori and I learned. <laughs> so good. We got we got we got some uh, world perspective here on education. Great. So the top five anime podcasts that's been downloaded over the years number five is ashida no joe which i mentioned earlier number four is saikano oh my god number three yeah. is excel saga hey two is stainless night mentioned that earlier <laughs> yeah and number one do you guys care to guess I don't know. I don't wanna. <laughs> I would think about uh, it. Was was something I recommended? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> because like there's only one other show, right? Take I a take a guess. Take a fun little guess. I mean, I hope it's not too hard, honestly. It is not too hard. Tori, what is your oh, guess? Oh thank God. Uh thank it's God. not too hard, then what? What would it? What would it what be? It? Uh, the uh, initial D. That is a very good guess, and that was number one for a long time, but has fallen out of the top five over the last year or two. It's not Sailor Moon, right? It is not Sailor Moon. It is yeah. Witch Hunter Robin. Oh no! Oh yeah. my God! What? What? Since oh, the day my. that has come out. It has exploded and just kept gaining. It is, and it's the difference between Witch Hunter Robin and Stainless Night compared to anything else below those two shows. It's not even close. They got a they got a good thousand, couple thousand above every other show. <laughs> so something right, listen, about guys, those we two didn't, shows. We didn't like, have a talk. <laughs> look, we know why Stainless Night I probably mean... gets the big downloads because it's a hentai episode. Uh, but Witch Hunter Robin, I have no explanation. <laughs> Maybe it just... Well, I guess people don't like the show, and it's like, oh, I, oh, I want to watch sure? that show. Because you, you always hear about Witch Hunter Robin. I was like, oh, cool. But you always hear about, about a lot it. of the then... shows we've covered on this podcast. Yeah. I mean, Fucking Pokemon, people. Everybody's heard Pokemon well. and Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, but those aren't in the top five or ten. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, to be fair though, there's also dedicated podcasts to those shows. 
like there's the One Piece podcast and whatnot. And also I true. Yes. I don't necessarily think <laughs> think most people care too much about hearing other people's thoughts on that. It's like, well, I have an opinion on One Piece. It's like fantastic. Get in line. <laughs> yeah, and then just uh, loosely looking, uh, Belladonna of Sadness is ta- is high up there. Yeah. Dunbine, Ava, uh, Samurai X is up there. Uh, that's nice. Yeah. Space Battleship Yamato, uh, Serial Experiments Lane, Gundam Movie that Trilogy. Serial Experiments, well. <laughs> uh, not Serial Experiments, uh, Space, Ship, uh, Space Battleship Yamato was also one we can do more on later. We definitely could do more. Series. We could do the sequels, yeah. We could do some movies. Yep. Um, and uh, Berserk, is way that, that had a big uptick, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, recently. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Battle Angel Alita is... is uh, oh, man way up there as well <laughs> that was a long one that was a long one yep okay well those were our top 10 reviewed anime for this podcast over a hundred episodes in the books now we have a review of an anime uh, that is quite appropriate for uh well geekdom of anime and the like we're reviewing otaku no video uh, and uh, I think it's time for a drop, and we'll get into that. It's an invitation to my birthday tomorrow. I, I hope you'll be able to make it to the party. I'll kill you. Okay. I played the uh, the Gundam drop of uh, the birthday I'll kill you thing for you, for you uh, two to know, <laughs> in case you were wondering. Okay. So we're reviewing Otaku no Video, <clears throat> otherwise known as Geeks Video in English, I suppose. <laughs> what a title. What a title. It is a two-episode OVA series from uh, the fall of 1991. It is by Studio Gainax. It is a, I guess, a mockumentary and, uh, of various uh, uh, otaku culture and making fun of, I guess, the foundation of Gainax? Is that a, is that a way to put it? Uh, yeah, kind of. Like, it's uh, it's partly based on how uh, Gainax was founded yeah. in, uh, in the first place. That's why they're making a lot of uh, references to, like, uh, Daikon and whatnot. Right, right, right. Know, that's what yeah, they gained infamy for, Daikon uh, films. Director is uh, Takeshi Mori. He's uh, known for, let's see here, who, a lot of storyboard stuff. Uh, he direct. He also directed Melty Lancer, uh, a Ranma one half, I guess, OVA, uh, Skullman. I've never heard of like most of these. He's been in Gunsmith Vandred. Yeah, Gunsmith Cats. Where's Gunsmith? Uh... Oh, he did direct Gunsmith Cats. All right, so that's the one that we've actually covered. <laughs> so there you go. Talking no video. Guys, I didn't like this very much. I saw that. Yeah, it's a 48 episode, uh, per or 48 Ooh. minutes per episode. There's two of them. The live interview stuff that kind of segmented in between the anime itself I found that interesting, at least, but it wasn't something I wasn't already aware of and existed, at least in, you know, Japanese culture of otaku fandom. And I, 
but the story with the anime was very kind of disjointed to me. I felt like we were missing key elements and parts to this wacky story they were telling. It was definitely over the top. And that's not really what I didn't like about it. Just, I know it's a mockumentary, but it didn't come across as funny, nor I didn't get the feeling that they weren't taking themselves too seriously. It felt like it came across as serious. And that's oh, yeah. kind of why I didn't like it. It's, it's I, Japanese. I see. I, I, re- I realize. I love that. it. I love I it. Do. Like I, I, I really like the show, but probably because it, it doesn't matter the, I guess I understood the feeling kind of doesn't matter. Of course, it's making jokes and, and everything. It's making fun of Otaku, but it doesn't matter the time. doesn't matter the, the age. The feeling is always the same. And I'm just watching this guy, like, talking about how when he was in in college, he would just stay up all night talking about effects and, like, effects in anime and tokusatsu. You're like, oh, yeah, I had a discussion with Tori up to, like, 2 a.m. my time, and he was, like, 6 a.m. We're just talking otaku shit over the night. So, like, yeah, I, I, I feel that. I understand that feeling. Right, it's like, well, they were my friends. Like, we talk from time to time. Like, we had fun. Now it's just like I need to go to work and stuff like that. It's interesting. It makes uh, makes uh, being a being an otaku in the kind of the eighties feel like a crime. And even from time to time, they even put like the the highlights, not like the new the news yeah. highlights. Of, yeah, like, they did do that throughout the eighties stuff. With all the, all the stuff, with movies, <laughs> like iconic <laughs> movies and stuff. I thought it was good. Like the, the animated part is just like the the evolution kind of mocking. Like the evolution of, of an otaku. Someone who is not interesting. Guy was just going to tennis club and stuff. Suddenly, ah, you know, this is fun. Like every day is fun, right? And then suddenly you realize you gain a few pounds and you're not you're not like treating yourself very well mm. and now you're just unemployed and <laughs> you need to do shit and it doesn't have to be that extreme yeah. but yeah no i see i almost I mean, like the, the, guy, the guy in the no, i know i know i know i know but like i uh i definitely feel that because it fails the same i even had that second coming essentially uh not that long ago when I got into VTubers, which is like, I haven't had that experience since I got into anime, which is like, it's like, it starts out like, okay, let me check this shit out. And it just feels like somebody fucking just opens a hole beneath you and you just fall in. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm gone. There's no saving me. <laughs> no. And that, is, that, is, uh, that is part of what this I've does. I've fallen right? and I don't want to get up. That is exactly it, yeah. It's like, I could get up, but why should I? But uh, no, like, what I like about this is, is essentially, and I understand what you mean, JD. The story is nothing, right? There isn't, right. It's, barely, it's barely connected, and it's not supposed to be. Um, so, like, it's loosely connected to itself. So, like I said, one of the things is that it's kind of shortly giving, like, a little bit of, like, in behind, like, what it was like yeah, for them getting into, as um, as college students, getting into anime, and uh, kind of deciding to pursue that. And then it's kind of coming to terms with the real- realism of shit, like how they're, uh, that fucking rich dude just comes in and fucking takes out their company. It's like, it's the corporatization of the whole thing, and, like, it kind of messes with their dreams, because that's not, they, they don't give a shit about that. They want to create the ultimate otaku land for otaku, because we're fucking fucked. 
it's it's dumb, but I I like it. I think it's interesting. And then of course we can't now talk about the um the live action interviews. Char- I love I love the char one. He's like I... as, as char the the red comment would say, and he just weeps yeah. out the, the helmet. Which you know, yeah. like oh my god, this show's so good. So, like, but it, yeah, it's. I um, can... the reason why I wouldn't talk about that as well is because I love I love the hearing the different takes on the uh, on like it's called a portrait of an otaku, uh, the uh, mockumentary sections because I love seeing what people bring up. A lot of people like uh, a lot of people think the inter- interviews are interesting. A lot of people think it's kind of disgusting what they're doing. What I love is the fact that like when you look behind everything. They're well, yes, sure. They're of course making fun of Otaku, but they're making fun of themselves because everybody that's being interviewed works for Gainax. Hideakiano is one of the people. Like, it's like it's all it's all for fun. It's all made up. It's just they're essentially just spoofing themselves. That's why when JD said it feels too serious, I don't feel that it's that serious because of that fact. They're making yeah, fun they're of. They're probably themselves. actually yeah. They're actually probably talking about their experience. Yes, they are. That's, that's why that's it's why so it's serious. So... That's why it feels so serious. It's just... Uh, it's like, it's <laughs> looking here. Looking here, like, I'm looking at some uh, stuff now. It's like, the interviews also contains fans who are... who engage in a range of illicit, illicit and unsavory activities, such as cell thieves, which is definitely something that's kind of died out, but, you know, it's still... <laughs> I can definitely see that being a thing. Uh, a pornography fan attempting to manufacture glasses to defeat the mosaic censorship common in Japanese porn videos, which is so yeah, specific. The, the guy <laughs> with, the, with the, the glasses. Like, yeah. I made him. I made him. And that, like, and, oh, that, and that is Hideaki Anno. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Man. Because he is, be? he is obsessed with a character in a hentai computer game, Kimiko from Gunbuster. <laughs> I love that stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, so it's good. It's it's very good. Also, like even it even if you don't enjoy like JD did, the documentary part of it, it's still very important to this day. Uh, not only for anime, not only for Taku. Uh, first, it shows kind of a, a very close uh, understanding of uh, what an otaku is. Otaku is a term that is started being used in the late 70s, I think. This is from the 80s. It changed a lot. It's been a long time. Even nowadays, you don't use otaku. Even on the West, in the West, you don't use that word. It came out to be a derogatory turn again, uh, full circle, uh, half full circle, because at the beginning it wasn't. Now it's just weeb, 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 weeb. That started as a derogative term, and it's kind of a washout fan kind of scenario. Uh, but the documentary part is interesting. The the information revolution is is impressive in the last couple of years. Like, this is the 80s, you see, like, a bunch of cassettes, and people are like, yeah, it's hard, we had to print everything. But most of the people in there are portrayed to have 20-something years of, of age. But they started watching anime, or started being an otaku in college, when they had access to that, when they had jobs, they could buy that kind of stuff. Nowadays, in Japan, even not, and even outside of Japan, People my age, which is, I'm 24 still, 
I have the same age as a guy from uh, the documentary. Mm -hmm. He started watching anime when he was in college. I started watching anime and understanding what it was because of the easy of access due to the internet. What? Almost more than 15 years ago. It's way more than him. Because I had that ease of access way before. It was more accessible on television. Like the, the cassette guy saying, yeah, I know, like there are programs, there's anime that come out at like 3 a.m. in one station on fuck nowhere. Like there's like this little specific stuff you need to watch. If you don't, it's lost forever. Uh, it, it's very, very interesting. Like that, the, the information revolution we had. It's interesting to see uh, the different sizes of uh, the different types of otaku. Otaku is a fan; it's a fanatic. Uh, so we have the military otaku, and the military otaku guy doesn't care about anime. Uh, like it's very, very interesting. They go talk about how they organize themselves in circles, uh, doujin circles, which is still true today. Uh, they start talking even. Back there about the, as Tori said, kind of the corporization of anime and otaku fandom. But they're like, well, we still have the doujin circles and we still have our comic aids where we can kind of be free. Nowadays, fucking Kadokawa Bandai sponsor comic aid. It's <laughs> right. It's like yeah. you see that trend and it's important. It's impressive to understand the part of the documentary, which is the serious part, is has it still holds such a nice value if you like that thing. Uh, even now, like uh, Wonder Festival is going on, which is for figures, and you can have a, like a, you can do a a virtual tour of the of the whole thing, and it's full of sponsorship. <laughs> Which is something that started as a hobbies, as people modeling characters in their homes as they're doing in their show. Yeah, like the uh, uh, garage kits huge... that they went into. Yeah, even yeah, even even nowadays, you still have garage kits. You still have people who do garage kits, but usually they publish "quote unquote" the, the garage kit through a company, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's quite impressive, like this. How how it grew, even even Dojin circles, how Dojin Dojin circles grew. Type Moon was a Dojin circle. Nowadays, it's pretty much a company, a licensed out IP company. Uh, it's very very impressive how they started talking about it, and they start talking about it as an issue back in the eighties. But who is telling that as an issue is Gainax, who is already a corporation in the eighties. So it. <laughs> It has a pretty bad one, sides. Guy next has literally always fucking <laughs> done shit, which is in the same way, which is we just do whatever the fuck. <laughs> That's just yeah, I know. why they eventually ended up getting in so much. Not even eventually, even in the eighties, they got in a lot of fucking issues for various reasons because they one they don't respect the rules and two they don't care about laws and shit like that. So fucking. Yeah, shit. We'll copy. We'll copy stuff. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Who gives a shit? We just want to make. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. Want to make stuff. 
Like, such okay, so thing. they openly talking about child born and researching it. It's like, <laughs> the eighties, Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that happened. So the t- the topics discussed and the ideas of the show, I thought, were a good discussion, and it, you know, it's it's interesting to talk about. I just don't think this handled it very well. No, it, it was more. It was more about finding an otaku with his with his heavy fandom, and they just kind of ask him, "What does he do?" And it shows. Yeah, it shows. Like uh, I, I believe it. Didn't it show the the guy that this anime was based off of, Kubo? Didn't it show? Didn't it show that guy where he was making a garage kit and. Uh, he he just explained what entails going into making a garage kit. What what's important? His thought process to it all. Uh, it, it and they they always seem to ask each each uh, each otaku like what's his sexual what's his sexual life like? And they always kind of answer the same way where it's like ah what what is that? I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I, I got my I, I, I got I my fandom. Busy, I have a busy life. I have a busy like life. The, I, contrary, contrary to the to the rest of the population, the the otaku holds traditional Japanese values to heart. I was like, ah, oh, sure, <laughs> let's go with that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> let, let's describe it that way. That's fine. Let's. Yeah. Just... Not but... again. They are they are explaining stuff, but they're that's kind of the point. They're making they're making fun of it uh, because they think it's quite silly, uh, even if it is part of part of their life. Uh, like it says here, um, apparently the. Uh, the interviews were unscripted, so they don't have a uh, they don't have a point to go off. So a lot of a lot of what they talk about is literally just what they think, mm-hmm. which is why you get that. Like, why why is he describing stuff? It's like, what do you think? He's thinking about. They're not going for a specific like, oh, you need to say these things, and it's just they just have hear them out what they have to say, and then they poke fun of it. Yeah, I mean, I did like the rawness factor of the interviews because that brought a lot of realism to it as opposed to a lot of these you know whether it's a mockumentary or documentary to it being overly scripted and the, you obviously see all these cuts and it's very clean the rawness factor i did like because then you actually saw them in their real environment like the what the two that stood out to me in particular were uh not <laughs> the last one has a different topic uh in itself but the the one where the guy's recording videos and he gets a phone call in the middle of the interview and he's like fumbling with the VHS tape to record the next show in the middle of the interview. This is all going on and they're just watching him go through this. And he's saying lines like, no, I, I will never make like an amateur mistake like that again. I, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta get my respect back in this <laughs> otaku community. Uh, and it's all through phone communication and tape trading and whatnot. <laughs> so I, uh, that was interesting to me, and then the the other one was, oh, what well, uh, I had it. Uh, the the uh, what were the other? What were some of the other interviews? Uh, you had the guy from Portugal that moved. It wasn't him. It was the Hideaki Ando watching me? porn. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the watching the, porn with the. It's like yeah, yeah. It 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 makes the the mosaics a little bit less fuzzy. <laughs> With the with the nasal like the the heavy everyone had like the 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 mouth breathing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I, I did this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. That that you, oh, you, you sparked my memory. The the one the the one guy with the he had like MS Paint on with the two D anime girl, and she's clearly underage, and he's just openly going. Uh, and of course, they ask him about a sexual preference. He goes, "No, nah, I'm way more into two D girls." So it kind of goes into that stereotypical joke that that a lot of anime poke fun at. Prevalent back back then. <laughs> yeah, and it's still prevalent in the '80s. And he's got this kind of hoarding type apartment to it all. Nothing's clean. He's in the middle of it, and he's and it does a close up on his uh, uh, hand on the mouse, and he's like shaking, and he's just clicking. I'm like, ah, okay, I mean. Yeah, there are there are definitely yeah, these kind of people fun. out there. <laughs> uh, the interview with Vanu starts with him beating off his meat. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, man. It's it's great. Now I also just really appreciate the fact that like because one of the things that you see a lot of these uh things kind of tackle like when it goes to tackling otaku, it's kinda of like, oh yes, otaku, it's uh, it's those freaks that are way too ser too serious about shit. But I do kinda of like that here they decided to like delve into different types of talk as well right it's not just like oh no it's not like everybody's the same right there's, there's a whole there's a, a whole host of different kinds yeah. whether it's creating uh creating uh, uh modeling uh the military the mm. and they they went into sorry to interrupt you and Tori. even illegal shit like cell thieves that one was super interesting well where he j would just walk into an anime studio and just steal something and he's and he's just He's just going on. He's smoking a cigarette. He goes, "This is my livelihood." Yeah, I'll continue doing it. And then I just it, the thought crossed my head: What are what he's doing now? <laughs> like, how does yeah, it's right. all like what happened when, when it was went all digital animation? It's like, dude, I'm sorry, your business, <laughs> your business is dumb. fucked. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Fucking, are you gonna are you gonna break into businesses with a USB stick now? Like. <laughs> Yeah, so at least at least you know I'm I'm not saying that the show wasn't interesting and there's a lot to discuss. There certainly is a lot of that. How how it presented itself, how it went between the anime and the anime itself with Kubo and diving into his own otaku nism, I guess, and and these interviews, it 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 only made me feel uncomfortable. And 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 how it was tackling this and and its presentation to it all. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I definitely don't don't see it that way. I I enjoy it because again, it's one of the things which like it's the to me it's like the anime part is the fantasy and then the, the mockumentary is reality. <laughs> it's like this is this is what they hope it was like, and this is this is where we're at. Yeah, I just this never is, got. I just us. never. I just <laughs> never got that feeling of what they were going for. It, it just did not hit me this I, the way it was intended. So, uh, the 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 last interview where it's the dudes in the van, and they're just <laughs> stalking this dude walking home from some well, whatever buying an anime DVD or what whatever he has in his bag, and they're they're just like there he is. All right, sneak up on him. No, 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 drive hey, slow. Hey, you. hey stop. Hey, stop. St and they're they don't do that. They fucking chase his ass down and they're just going, "Hey." And this guy's hey, rightfully We have some questions. Can you ask what are you... No, they don't do that at first. They they fucking chase after this guy and they're like, "Go get him." And he fucking rightfully runs for his life cuz he he's, he probably thinks he's going to get kidnapped by these dudes coming out of a van. 
and then they're they're fucking tackling him right in front of his apartment complex, and they and then they start going, no, no, we just yeah. want to ask you questions, and they're fucking grabbing at his bag. This is like uh, clearly assault at this point, and who called the police? Yeah, and he's just going, get the fuck away from me, and he's trying to flee at this point back into his apartment complex, (laughs) and the camera guy runs into him, opens the door, he's like, I got questions for you! Ah! (laughs) Uh, So great. Uh, Part of me just wishes, even though, again, like I said, I know that those people are they work for Gainax, but I just part of me just hopes that they weren't actually aware of what was happening. They no, nobody told them they were gonna do that. So they just fucking run into him in the middle of the night. Like, wait, what? What's going on? God, uh, that one really because of all the other interviews were just like, yeah, we're in this guy's apartment. It's clearly been we asked this. Th- this last one was none of that. <laughs> so now it got me yeah. to ask: Is that how they got all these all these other otaku's? They fucking <laughs> a- a- attacked this dude and asked him, and then and then he goes, "Oh, they just want to interview me." Okay, I mean, I'll forget about the assault that you did prior <laughs> and forced your way into my apartment. Hey, man. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. My God! Yeah, There's I want an interview for a podcast. Ah! A story should be told. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're gonna do, JD. We're gonna do start doing interviews on the podcast, and you're just gonna chase people down in the street. Hey! And it has hey, to be in the middle of the night, and I'm here. waiting outside their apartment or house. <laughs> I'm sure nothing insane. bad will happen there. Hickey, Hickey you're a lawyer. You could back me up on my claims. <laughs> Listen, man, it's not like where you are. Everyone has guns. No, no, America? Nah, nah, come on, don't be silly. That's, that's Brazil. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be interesting, just like, hey you! Silence. Uh-oh. My podcast interview didn't go as planned. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what do we do now? <laughs> so, the... How Kubo go like i thought the anime started pretty good with kubo and he gets he gets inter, you know he re he reconnects with an old like high school friend and you can kind of tell his life's in a rut he's just like ah it's so average it's whatever and then he you know he gets into a fandom and it's fun you guys mentioned a lot of this already and his slow just delve his slow delve into this fandom maybe takes over his life uh, slowly but surely a little bit yeah, and then and then he realizes, oh, I've let this kind of take over my life to the point where I lost my girlfriend, but clearly she wasn't into it in the first place uh, because of the way he handled his just average lifestyle. And uh, it's like, okay, that's kind of relatable if, you know, if it's not working out with a girl and uh, you get way more into a fandom and she's not part of it. It's not going to... Part of me thought that Kubo and whether it was the uh the the girl that like cosplaying with him maybe that they would have combined their you know i thought something was going to develop there it's like no he was his his priority was definitely not any of that anymore and <laughs> no and, time for this jd no time for that stuff to be had yeah and then i and then i thought okay well he wants to really take advantage of making this fandom into something of a phenomena so he can you know become the otaking otaking uh, and the woman that starts the store with them and then becomes the head artist, uh, that, that girl, I thought, 
I thought that would become something, and then that was that was immediately debunked when he just goes, "All right, we got the drawing. Let's go." <laughs> she didn't matter, <laughs> not so not not to the the uh, the extent I. So all of my thoughts of kind of where it was going, it was it was actually just no. What's more important is being Otaku and doing everything of your fandom that you could possibly do. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Maybe literally, I wasn't in the episode one of Otaku no video graphics showing Otaku do not fuck Katie. I Maybe I know I fuck. look I I know I know what the Maybe, intent was. The I just thought it was gonna. Graph, I just like always one percent. I real I look. Maybe. I realize this. I realize. <laughs> I realize what the what all of the intended uh, 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 discussions and and point to it all was. I just never thought it was going to continue going in that direction to the extent that it did. So I was yeah. I was definitely off base with a lot of a lot of what I was hoping for and I didn't get it and maybe that's my own fault. It probably is. And and the way everything hit just didn't didn't jive with me with the way it was it was meant to. That's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. That's my piece. Yeah, it is still still very fun. Oh, well, I'm glad man. you guys liked it. No problem with that. <laughs> no matter oh, if it's the 80s or if it's the 2020s, some stuff don't change. Yeah, I mean, it that's, that's interesting. It corporated, they're controlled. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. even passed, they were like, hey, it's still, one of the, it's still like one of those like, yeah, unsung parts about, well, not even the unsung part, but like things that I liked about the anime portion as well, which is just like, hey, look, we built this amazing giant company. Amazing. What do we do? Like, that oh, fuck, we're, we're getting pushed out. Help. Corporate. Why is everything so corporate? Where's your otaku soul? And then it turns out nobody has one. They're all just businessmen. <laughs> it's like, well, fuck you. Yeah, maybe I'm I got maybe I got too otaku to really become the otaku. Yeah, maybe it's my own fault. Yeah. I got too wrapped up in wanting some semblance of a connected story, but <laughs> it never happened. So I just felt yeah. I, I because so of that I, I kept you, tuning I'm out. Going out and founding Kara Studio. <laughs> oh wait, that happened in reality. Never yeah, mind. Right. <laughs> that uh, that was not predicted. Uh, oh, there was a. <laughs> I mean, like I say, it wasn't predicted. I don't think any of them realized what was going to happen. Uh, mm, I don't know. I think they realized it was going to happen to someone, to some extent. I mean, it wasn't even just Kara Studio. There's a few other studios that came out of Gain- I Gainax. I know. Even I Trigger. Even Trigger. Yeah. Guy next now is that one dude who's just sitting in his room, fucking being like, "No, no, 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 no! I will, uh, I will make Uru in Blue someday. It will come out. I promise." I think the current release date is twenty twenty three, but I mean, it was set for nineteen ninety five, I think, or ninety nine. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it'll it'll probably happen, maybe. And they just wait. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, no, well, the uh, the the interview assault was definitely my favorite part of the anime, <laughs> just because it yeah, threw me off. It took me for a loop. It, I I went for a ride with that one. That was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty strong. I, I, I still like the uh, I still like the Arno interview though. Yeah, I like the the second guy. 
like because like I think it was a prelude to the last interview because it's like oh no no I like I watched the anime in college and why not it's like what about this magazine huh it's like <laughs> wait magazine it's like how the fuck did you manage to find it how about this photo it's like wait you guys found a fucking it, it's not even like a a a photograph it's a full portrait it's even on the fucking fancy folder right yeah I was like how the fuck did you guys just invaded this dude home to get the fucking portrait and he was like how the fuck did you guys get this one and he's like holy shit where, where is this guy getting this shit from i i will i, I will bring up something char, that the char helmet i cannot believe yeah. they actually got they actually got permission to quote char oh yeah as well, well i mean again we've, we've talked about this like guy next they probably didn't get permission oh that is we'll true. give a shit Oh, I mean, yeah, this this might be this might be is. totally this is probably totally unrelated, but um, the uh, isn't isn't the 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 Ma the the Macross license free now? I don't think we ever mentioned that on the podcast, have we? Uh, no, I don't think so. Is it? Is it? Yeah that that was a that was a big story uh, that came out recently where the Macross license from uh, that that uh, oh fuck what was that what's that company called Harmony Harmony Gold. Gold. Yeah, the lawsuit was finally settled and and um hey. Yeah, it was finally released. I think that was uh, a month or so ago. I, I don't know why that just popped into my head now, but um anyways, the, uh so that's good news uh for us. Yeah. yeah. For a lot of people, the whole uh, like the entire Macross thing is is free, but uh I think I read that um the license is already going to Aniplex, which mm. kind of is expected to be honest. Anyways, so this this was something that actually came up recently in my life at work uh, with uh, a few of the guys that asked me because they know I play video games. I do the I do podcast here. Wait, and you play video? Games? I I know, crazy. <laughs> and the one of the first interviews in this in this uh, Otaku no video was the guy with all the VHS uh, with uh, yeah with all the VHS tapes, and. Mm -hmm. They asked him, like, do you have time to watch any of these tapes? Do you? And he goes, no, no, no. I just have a collection. Right? <laughs> I don't watch this. <laughs> I only record all the new stuff. And then, you know, he get, he gets on his network. And a question to me was, do you actually play all these old video games that you collect and the anime collection that I have? I go, well, yeah, because I do a podcast. And, and that's kind of a good way to bust out all these games and play them for the podcast and vice versa with, you know, the anime podcast. I have some of these. Uh, DVD sets, and I do pop them in uh, from time to time in uh, just as background noise or what have you, uh, instead of going on a service that it probably doesn't exist on. <laughs> so, I, you know, when I saw that guy, he, he goes, yeah, I don't watch any of these. I don't have time. It's like, okay, well, at least I'm not this guy. I, I know I know, I haven't crossed the line yet. I'm saying, there's, there's still time for me, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's just for the sake of the collection. Yeah, I'm not like that. I'm not like that Maybe yet. Even nowadays. Even nowadays. Like, obscure, like, advertisement. Yeah, yeah I, 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 mean, I don't have any of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I, to be fair, you can even kind of see the parallel with, like, uh, um, like, seasonal anime watching to a certain extent, and I'm talking about the most extreme, they're the ones that watch literally everything. Oh, that that is a thing that we, we would see in everything. the communities that we were part yeah. of. It is it is very hard to watch everything I try. Exactly, right? 
But people still do it. Or rather, like you say, if you go and talk to a lot of these people, it's like, how do you get time for that? Oh, I watch multiple shows at once, or oh, I put it on two times speed and shit. Like, it's like, you're not watching it. No, I'm watching it. It's like, yeah. I mean, you're not really. You, nah. not you have really. it on, but like, let's be real here. <laughs> you have it also. Yeah, like, you're you looking at it, about it, but you're not <laughs> watching it. You're not, you're, yeah, like, you're not taking it in, Japan, in completely. Like, television in Japan is a little bit weird. Hmm. Uh, I guess, like, in our countries, if there's a free open TV station, it's in every single region. That doesn't happen in Japan. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's, like, two or three prefectures that doesn't have, like, TV Fuji, which is the, the biggest one. I was about to say, that's like, or yeah. There's, other, there's other two, or, like, there's half, there's half of a prefecture that doesn't have a TV station for some reason. Mm. I don't know how, I don't know why... Yeah. But that happens. So, like, it makes sense for the guys, like, yeah, no, I don't watch it. But he definitely watches from, like, other places he mentioned. Probably because there's one weird TV station that he doesn't have access to. And mm -hmm. he wants in to watch a specific advertisement to that specific TV station. It is interesting. You're going to have a, an interesting little part of it. He doesn't watch his own collection, but he watches other people's collection. Mm. Well, I mean to kind of relate to that is uh right now for uh the wrestling podcast and another number of other things we do uh digital it's it's not you know tape trading per the word but it's it's a lot of digital trading uh that that needs to be done because you just can't access a lot of things uh for uh wrestling because a lot a lot were a lot of videos were only on closed circuit television in certain regions of the time um things were only shown in Japan so you gotta try, you know, you gotta hope that someone in Japan, you know, recorded it on VHS and then has made a digital copy today, so it can, <laughs> you can have access across the world. Yeah, see, it's it's that guy, it's that dude that's helping you. <laughs> yeah, no, you're exactly <laughs> right. Like, way back. Yeah. I've 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 had to contact a number of different guys uh, that just happens to have these collections and they and they sell it and you you get it. That's that's moshi, moshi. how we're watching a lot of these things. It's crazy. Yeah. KD speaking Japanese to this one dude. He's like, oh. Well, luckily they yeah, speak yeah, English. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, if they knew German, we recorded that. Feel... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I recorded that. Yeah, with the show. Yeah, yeah. That match from Lady Chief. Yeah. I have that in VHS. Let me just make a digital digital cop for you. Like, oh, you'd, you'd be surprised, Dickie. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I wouldn't. I know there's people okay. out there All right. like that. I mean, how? Like, I'm even fucking watching people who are doing this right now with anime still, with old anime, which is insane. They're not even making digital copies. Tape trading is still fucking happening. It's obviously nowhere near as popular, but the fact that people are still going out there seeking people who recorded, like, whether it be old Japanese commercials for shit or special TV programs or anime at the time that's been excessively rare or for fucking, whether it be DVD or Laserdisc or whatever, and still buys that shit. There, there is a, there is a sort of charm insane. to seeing the ads from you know twenty, thirty years ago. There's no doubt about that. Like I'm watching, uh, I'm watching a wrestling show from '99 and fucking. Cigarettes. I'm walking the fucking. I'm, no, we're watching like fucking advertisements. We're watching. We we see advertisements from like a Nintendo 64 game that you'd never heard of, but there's a heavy advertisement for it yeah. and with actual yeah, yeah, cars yeah. and and, and that's, uh, that's or the cool or thing. surge. Kind of lost media experience with that. You get like old magazines and you look at it and it's just like 
you see a picture of something, it's like, especially when you get the fucking old Japanese magazine, it's like, you can't read that shit, but it's just like, oh my god, what is this? And to find out what is this? Yeah, you, you, you just kind of want to go down that well. You try to search the different shit, you don't find anything, it's like, oh my god, suddenly you're in a rabbit hole of fucking Japanese auction sites and fucking weird-ass old old web web page 1.0 fucking days, like, trying to find stuff, and it's like, I can't find it. What is this? Do I know anyone trying to contact people? It's like, so it just becomes a whole obsession. It's like, what is it? Ah, it was something that was supposed to happen, but it was cancelled, so <laughs> it's like, damn. Right. Lots of, well, something something that happened recently was we were watching that show, uh, a wrestling show, and Surge was heavily advertised. We're like, oh man, I remember Surge. Like, they got v- vending machines they keep popping up. Guys have towels on their shoulders that say Surge. Do you guys remember the soda oh, Surge? Oh, 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 okay. I, I understand what you're talking about. I, yes, I do. I, we have them, actually. So, yeah. I was wondering, like, does Surge still exist? Because I haven't seen it in stores. Yes. You know, that was 20 years ago. The answer was, sort of. It's actually a Burger King exclusive in the United States. That's interesting. Okay. And yeah. Here you get it everywhere, but Surge isn't Surge. Uh, it's uh, where I am, it's Urge, but it's the same thing. What? It's called Urge? Yeah, it's called Urge. I'm going to message my buddy right now, tell him in Norway Urge. it's called Urge. Yeah, you can look it up. Just type in Google Urge. Urge soda. It's, uh, I think it's Coca-Cola here, right? Yeah, Coca-Cola soda. makes it. It's essentially the same thing. Surge. I don't think... I think that was ever sold here. <laughs> oh, it doesn't even Amazing. have a Portuguese Wikipedia page. I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Surge was a soda that was first introduced to Norway under the name Urge in 1996. What? It's Coca-Cola from Norway? <laughs> no, no, it's not from. It was introduced to Norway. Oh, okay. It was introduced. From the Coca-Cola company. Oh, man. I, oh, you almost really made me... <laughs> it's... Yeah, it was made to compete with Pepsi's Mountain Dew, which, funny enough, we didn't have here for a long time. Oh, that's that's even better. <laughs> uh, All right, not, so I could I could still get that pretty much anywhere. It's sold all the time. Wow, that's that's cool. Look at this. We're, we we've we've gone we've gone down our own otaku well here with old advertisements and shit. So yeah. maybe this maybe this anime was <laughs> man. It's still relevant. It's still relevant. <laughs> Maybe I was overly you hard. That, you can't say that about most things. No, you're right. No, so I, I don't have like, I, that. That was never sold in, in here. I don't. I don't want to talk to. <laughs> so let me let me let me never give the let me give the review score for Otakano video. So we're back on track a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. So I don't regret watching the show. I I think there's a lot of good discussion to have as as we've had. I I think especially for our fandom and what this podcast is it's it's very relevant i don't deny any of that as mm-hmm. as as for my entertainment of it i didn't like it. it it made me feel uncomfortable i don't think the notes that it was going for hit the way they were meant to at least for myself uh yet there was a lot of things that brought up discussion and uh interesting topics uh so in that regard it felt more like an actual documentary rather than a mockumentary that it's meant to be. So I'm giving it, I'm probably very harsh with this. Maybe if I watch it again down the line, I will have a different mindset and it'll hit me differently. At this point in time, I'm giving it a very harsh three out of 10. So just keep that in mind that it didn't work for me in what I think it was going for. 
That's my score. We've rewatched episode 200. Uh, I gave it a seven. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty fun. You gave it a seven, Hickey? Is uh, that what you said? Yeah, give it a seven. Okay. Give it a seven. Uh, it's Guy Next Animation, so <laughs> it's quite it's quite good. Uh, if Again, it's it's a hit or a miss. JD, it was a miss. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, mine it's... was a seven. I found it was very entertaining, especially the little interviews. It's like, I know they, they are making fun of me from 30 years ago, but God damn it is accurate. Fuck me. <laughs> yep. No, I mean, like, again, it's going for a very specific crowd, which is probably why it's like, if you don't really relate to that crowd that much, it can be hard to watch this. Uh, to watch this. And, you know, if you're very sensitive and you don't like being made fun of for, <laughs> for your hobbies... And I guess that was, that could also be a problem, but for maybe me, that had something to do with it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, for me, I I don't mind. Like, yeah, sure. It's like it's one of those things. Where it's like I've never really had a problem with that. If somebody like goes and tells me like I I watch anime and shit like that, and then somebody goes to be like, "You're weird," and I'm just like, "Yeah, pretty much." <laughs> it's kind of just what it is. I don't really <laughs> no mind. Shit. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't really bother me. I'm weird. Yeah, sure. Unique in that way, I guess, but. Fuck it. Like, that's, that's more fun that way. Uh, so I enjoyed it. It hits me well. I really like it. I laugh out loud multiple times when I watch this. It's it's really just... It really just gets it. And again, like I said, even if it is weird, it is still one of those anime that's still weirdly relevant even after all this time. You wouldn't think it would be. But especially considering the fact that this literally just came as a result of the fucking Daikon animations, which put Daikon films, which eventually became Gainax on the map, <laughs> back when they were Dojin Circle. Imagine that. Uh, but yeah, no, it's... I I love it. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Great shit. Okay. All right, then. I remember. You can see Hideaki on the jacking off in this. Oh, yeah, you can, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to change up the format from our kind of uh, decade rule uh, after uh, 100 here. So 101 and on for a little while. We're going to do uh, a kind of trading off. Uh, Hickey is going to have the next episode uh, pick for review. Tori's going to have the one after that. And then it's my turn. And we're just going to kind of go... Uh, in order from there, uh, for a little while, our next, uh, let's see, uh, Hickey's pick was Glass Mask from 84. Uh, Tori's pick for 102 is You're Under Arrest, the OVA from 94. And my pick is the first 25 episodes of Slam Dunk from the 90s. So would have been pretty funny if you would have picked a 2000 show and then we would have followed it. That, we would have followed it anyways, anyways. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would have been funny. But the, the point is, instead of just going decade rule and we all kind of come to an agreement on a show, uh, we're just going to have our hosts uh, pick one and go from there. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for just a slightly new format. Uh, maybe we get so we get some uh, we go on a '90s decade uh, <laughs> run, and I I think uh, this I think what's happened was the '70s um, because they're so long. We kind of get wrapped up in picking shows that are interesting, and then we just constantly keep going to them. Uh, maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. But um, hope this new format is interesting to you guys, the listeners. And I'm ex- I'm excited to see what uh, what shows. Uh, 
hickey picks in particular he's he's got a track record oh trust me there's a lot of suffering in the future i think especially the second batch because there's a special show in that mix uh right tori oh man yeah we're if this trend keeps up too long we might not make it to 200 is all i'm saying well if 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 we start feeling that way we'll have to change up the format again but uh we at least we at least got the next six episodes picked and planned out i won't reveal i won't reveal four through six yet until until we get there but uh glass mask you're under arrest and slam dunk doesn't choose shows anymore we're picking shows except for hickey because he can't be trusted Yeah, we uh, actually want to watch these the things sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, guys, 100 episodes in the books. Thank you again for doing this for four years. <laughs> man. I, no, it's yeah. okay. I, it's like, I can't imagine that it's been I, four years. My, my, life, my life is very busy, you know. I don't have, like, it, it's, it is an important uh, part of the history of animation for us to analyze every single part of set such beautiful artworks of other times and spend such a grateful time uh discussing it together cracking jokes being weird i i look be on this journey i've lived in two different countries i've moved i've had a few job changes tori you've graduated school <laughs> in the time of the oh, podcast yeah, and then entered uh, I graduated university. university. I'm almost graduating from post uh, post graduation. <laughs> Damn. So a lot of time has passed. It's fun stuff. All right, here's to a hundred more. We'll see you next time. Peace. Goodbye.